Hi. Welcome to Others for Airways. This program is dedicated to the education and exploration of disabled life. Giving voice to the life and experience of people with disabilities. We cover a wide array of issues and disabilities. We are people who discuss issues we are passionate about. And topics we are interested in. We show how disability is in the mind of the beholder. My name is Monkey Gray. I will be the host for this month episode. Today, Adam will interview Liam and Kirsten from the Autism Asperger Fellowship Society. The program Connector Art and Mia. They will be talking about the after movie project. So welcome to the show, Liam and Christian, and welcome to Accessible Airways. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank you. So hi, Liam and Christian. Could you tell us a little bit more about the Autism's Asperger Friendship Society? Yeah. known as AFS. Yeah, for sure. So so AFS is a non-for-profit organization here in the city of Calgary. It's a social recreational program for people on the spectrum. Uh, not exclusively. We also support a lot of other people as well. Uh, we've been around since 2004, uh, and so we're approaching that 20-year mark pretty quickly. Uh, but we provide a lot of different kinds of programming. So we have you know, an adult day program. We have an after-school program. We do a lot of community and care-based stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have our specialized program stuff, which is kind of what we're here to talk about. Uh, yeah, no, it's um, Christian pretty much covered it very We've been around since 2004. We essentially, the whole uh, idea for the program was based on the whole philosophy Dean has on through so many um, uh, organizations uh, similar to AFS that deal in uh, people on the spectrum or those with different abilities. Uh, one of those things, the big thing those places were all lacking was allowing kids to be kids and like actually... Uh, take risks and outside of a whole uh, therapeutic mindset. So uh, was the whole uh, organization has been very much based around that. Like I emphasize to our parents, we are not therapists where like I describe my job as literally I take, I take uh, kids or young adults out to into the community to just have fun. And it's my job to make sure that things go properly and that mm-hmm. every people are having fun and nobody's getting hurt and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. Liam mentioned, uh, Dean, Dean Svoboda. He's our executive director. So he started it in 2004 and, uh, it's been on a, a roll ever since. Mm, nice. Could you tell us and the listeners how the apt movie project started and how has it changed from then to now? Movie project actually, uh, predates, uh, uh, my, uh, my time, uh, being associated with AFS. It started where um, we would have a bunch of, uh, there were already some specialized programs running, but we had one member in particular who, I'm not going to give his name just for for the sake of his privacy, uh, came up to Dean and said like, hey, uh, can we make a movie? And Dean was kind of like, well, we already make movies. We do movies about, and he's like, no, I want to make like like a, an entertainment movie, not a movie about like uh, 
educating on uh, ASD or any of that. I want to do like I want to do something creative and make a movie in, in that sense. So they got together and they uh, an actual uh, personal friend of mine was involved in this one. They all wrote a script together called The Amulet of Dracul. That was, I believe, 45 pages long. Something like that, yeah. But And due to that, they only were able to shoot half the movie. And uh, But the program was still a success, and people wanted to keep doing it, and they uh, decided to continue to run it, and I got involved around session two, I believe it would have been. And that was six, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it was a film called Six about uh, essentially the thing every kid thinks about, which is being in a video game. Christian could attest to when he came on. Yeah, so I started with Avs in 2013, so that was a couple of years into Movie Project kind of being a thing. And uh, when I joined, we had a script that was, I think it was, what, 65 pages or something? It was quite long, and there was no way we were going to finish it. But we tried our best, and, uh, you know, it didn't really work. And then uh, a couple more sessions later, we, we decided that we wanted to pare things down, like, pretty drastically. So this was probably what, like three years into me being there or something? Uh, Yeah, about that. This would have been 20... I think it was 2016, 2016. when we really found our footing on how to run it. Yeah, so it took, a, it took a while, and I think part of it was that we were doing um the program in the middle of the week on a Wednesday um, in the evening time, and it wasn't until we decided to transition it over to Saturdays and run it for a longer period of time that we discovered that we were actually able to, to get things done. Liam, Christian, how does making of the short films come about, and what is the process? And you've been talking about a lot about your different process like uh 20 pages long of like how you make your movies like how does that work out for you guys for sure so a movie project is typically run over the course of 10 weekends so we always like i said we usually run on a saturday uh with the exception during the summertime where we run uh two five-day weeks um, we call it movie project boot camp uh, so the same amount of time but uh ran over two weeks rather than ran over 10 weeks. Anyway, so uh, day one of Movie Project, um, we usually, we typically have anywhere from 12 to f 16 kids I uh, believe on the program. I believe this past round we had uh, 14 we kiddos. Had, yeah, we had 14 uh, on this round, this past round that we just did. Mm -hmm. And uh, day one is always ideas. So we'll bring the kids in and they'll just throw stuff at the board. And a lot of the times it's one or two words. Uh, sometimes it's, uh, you know, a full log line. Other times, it's an entire three-page synopsis. Um, but for the most part, what we do is we just kind of throw stuff at the board. And then, as a group, we kind of let them vote. Uh, we make sure everybody closes their eyes so no one's you know, yeah. getting hurt or anything like that. And uh, then we take a vote, and we decide which one we're going to be doing. Uh, and then, so that's day one. We usually start writing the script that day, and then Liam and I will usually go and take... All those ideas, just to simplify the process, we'll go and write the script uh, mm -hmm. off on the side. Um, but we do also have a screenwriting program at, at AFS as well, which is dedicated specifically to letting members um, just write scripts with the intention of taking those scripts and then bringing them into Movie Project for filming. Uh, but with Movie Project currently, that's been the process. Uh, so they come in, throw the ideas, we write the script, and then day two to, to 10, uh, we're filming. Yeah, we, we also, uh, on the first day, like, through uh, inspiring ideas, we'll do things like uh, uh, we'll play a, ver a series of, of different writing games to try and get uh, creative juices flowing. Like, uh, we'll play one where people shout a word, and then, like, we'll write it on the board, and then we'll kind of start to put words together and see if oh, that yeah. inspires any premises. 
I'm also very much a proponent for on uh, day one of Movie Project. Mm -hmm. I'll uh, go through and ask uh, the members specifically, like, what do you guys want out of this? Like, do you guys want to do, like, a longer form film or do you want to do a series of sketches? Because then that way we could actually get a gauge as to what they're genuinely looking for through the program. Mm -hmm. As uh, I've always found that our programs are... our programs always run best, and we get the most out of them when we're very member-driven. Yeah. And also, you mentioned there uh, also about the boot, the boot camp road. Could you tell us what that is? Uh, we are, The first one we ever did was in uh, 2016, and when we did the first uh, Shark Cop. Oh, right. <laughs> and then it was kind of <laughs> gone for a bit, and then we brought it back for 2021 when we were like, we could finally run program again. Oh, geez, I totally forgot that. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I guess the first one we ever did was for um, a franchise that we have called Shark Cop. Um, it's exactly what it sounds like. He's half man, half shark, all cop. And uh, it is probably one of the most magnificent film series you will ever witness. Um, but basically, it's the same premise, but done in more of a day camp sort of um, way. We don't like to call it a day camp specifically, just for you know funding purposes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's more or less that sort of model so so members will come in monday to friday uh from you know 10 a.m to to four ish and uh we do the exact same process um having said that there's been one or two boot camps that we've done since 2021 where we'll have a a pre-existing script going into it uh that has been written uh, predominantly by members uh, with the just because we have to get started so fast um, and we want to make sure that we get everything done. Uh, last year we did one called was it Shark Cop Forever? Yep. Yeah. So we did the fourth Shark Cop movie last year, and I, I would be lying if I said it's the if it's not the greatest movie you've ever seen. It's one of the greatest <laughs> movies I've ever seen. Um, but uh, Liam Liam's actually in it. He's he's got a starring role as uh, a character named Brad Brittlestar, who has a has an awesome robot hand, and it's it's phenomenal. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so so boot camp is running pretty much exactly the same, but with a little bit more of a tighter timeline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, with uh, Christian alluded to uh, that, uh, at least for this past round, uh, we uh, sent the script out to all the families who were signed up beforehand, mm-hmm. and then we allowed members to like make claims or like say what roles they'd want to play or like what they'd want to do behind the scenes so that we could really just get into it. We, uh, and then the time before that, uh, when we did, what was it? Uh, God's, when I ran God's day out, it was our first time back. And, uh, much to my surprise, they wanted to do a really big one really quick. Yeah. So the biggest uh, thing about boot camp is that we are given the opportunity because the hours are longer to uh, do longer scripts but I think we call it boot camp because, like, we have to emphasize emphasize that it's very go 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 and got to get ready and more of a more of like a showcase for what the actual filmmaking process is, or much closer to what we'd usually do at uh, uh on our regular movie project sessions. Yeah, mm-hmm. like we'll actually rent like we'll rent gear. Yeah, from... we'll go to CSIF and we'll rent a bunch of gear and make the movies look like really good. <laughs> we noticed all the details that go into the introductions of your movies, what forms of media, for example, camera, video editing programs, do you use your make your movies and your animations? For sure. So the animations, uh, a lot of those are, are have, were made years ago by a member of ours named Ian. Uh, 
so he made a lot of those for us and we we use them to this day because they work and they're really good um but when it comes to everything else so uh we currently are using a black magic pocket cinema camera 4k and uh it's a great camera it's it's phenomenal we love it so much um on top of that uh for editing we use just adobe premiere pro um and liam and i are both pretty proficient in it for the most part i mean i went to i went to film school i did uh film video production at at sate and so i that was a big class for me was learning how to video edit and so i've been doing it for a long time and uh we ran an editing program so a lot of our members know how to do it too so oftentimes we'll just give them the footage and then let them do what they do what they want with it, and sometimes you get some pretty gold out of that. There's even um, been a, a what is it a rising interest again in uh, bringing back editing program with uh, at least a few of our members on the past uh, couple of movie projects. So keep your eyes open for that. Yeah. So that's the the two big things is uh, when it comes to developing and building those like animations and the editing and stuff. It's all done through the Adobe Suite, and then uh, yeah, like I said, the camera is that Black Magic. And uh, we are recently, uh, we recently got a grant uh, that we're going to be able to go and buy a bunch of new uh, film gear, um, which is phenomenal. And that's uh, really exciting because it, it pushes us much further into looking and feeling and, and behaving like a real sort of film set with some obvious like um, uh, adaptability there mm-hmm. and uh, things done to make sure people are, are you know, safe and and still having fun so mm-hmm. gotcha is there any use for specialty equipment such as green screens or and film props yeah uh, a lot of our props are built by members most of the props are built by members uh this past round we were kind of um tight for time so liam and i built some like backpack like ecto like ghostbusters looking yeah, proton like- pack things um, that was a lot of fun, uh, but most of the time, like I'm saying, like 98% of the time, members build all the props. Uh, and we've had we've outsourced some of it to a friend of a friend of Liam and ours, uh, or Liam and mine, uh, to go and and build some props for us. Uh, but when it comes to like the special effects and whatnot, uh, we have done green screen. Uh, we haven't recently, mostly just because we didn't really have the resources to do so, but we just moved our, our South office just moved. So we're actually, um, we actually have like a, a green room space now with a wall that's painted chroma key green for that specific purpose. So we can do green screen stuff and because who doesn't like to see themselves like oh i'm underwater you know and just <laughs> silly things like that so yeah, yeah we have we have we absolutely have experimented a little bit but we usually at least uh until recently we've tried to avoid using green screens just because so much of it comes down to like prior prep and like uh, uh lighting and i'm also christian will say this about me as well that i'm very much an advocate for doing as much in camera as possible as uh not only do I think it allows um, our kids to get a little bit more creative with uh, like what we can or can't do, like I'm very much an advocate for Art Thrives on Limitations, and it's something I really try to encourage to our members. Um, there's also just, uh, yeah, just the, um, I was it allows them to get a little bit more creative. It also, um, it also just allows, I find that a lot of our kids tend to work better if they have something uh, tangible to work with, mm-hmm. like something to actually physically hold or to interact with. And I think that could be said the same for a lot of people. 
I know, at least for myself, I do a lot better when I can actually see what's around me as opposed to something that's just going to be added after the fact. Yeah. The art community in Calgary is large. Have you gone to the film fest here in Calgary, and what kind of response did you get from your films? Uh, so we haven't specifically gone for, like, Calgary Underground Film Festival or Calgary International Film Festival with our stuff. We've done our own screenings, uh, which we call Let's Get Amped. Um, so we've done, I think, three of those, right? And then we also used to do uh, a thing with AFS called Emerging Artism, um, which we're planning on bringing back in some capacity, uh, ideally this year, if not next, um, which celebrates more, uh, you know, neurodivergent people's art um, and things of that sort. Uh, but when it comes to us putting our stuff out there, we kind of just let it live on our YouTube channel and uh, do these special events and invite people from the community to come in and come witness it. Uh, I remember uh, back in like uh, 2011, I think this was, would have been when uh, Six was, yeah, back when Six was made, uh, there was a uh, film festival that uh, I remember the movie was shown in. It was exclusively for uh, people with uh, different abilities. I just couldn't tell you off the top of my head what it was called. Yeah. But I remember uh, my school did a uh, field trip to go check it out. Where does the funding for your projects come from? Do you ever fundraise bringing commuting awareness to it and added finances? We, AFS itself is funded by uh, PDD and FSCD as well. Mm -hmm. uh, so we do a lot of direct billing. Uh, so we do charge respite for our programs. Uh, it's just standard sort of community aid respite, respite support during uh, the time that uh, members are at or on program. Um, when it comes to movie projects specifically, it is it is very grant driven. Mm -hmm. um, so we we do apply for a lot of grants in the city and use that money to kind of um, buy new gear, as I mentioned before, mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, build the props and everything like that. So, and, and also, uh, Movie Project, we do have a program fee that's associated with it. Um, it's a one-time fee that people pay at the very beginning of a program, mm -hmm. and depending on how many people, that associates the budget, right? So, if we have 14, 14 people, that's like $1,400, because it's roughly $100. So, you have like $1,400 that you can then go and and that's that's a substantial amount of money to make a very very low budget film, and I think Shark Cup it's Shark Cup Forever was like twelve hundred dollars to make that movie or something like that, but uh, that's not bragging or anything. That's just <laughs> <laughs> the facts. I think that's, oh, if anything, that's just a showcase for how far of uh, a program has come and how we are able to start in certain cases experimenting with larger productions like that. Yeah, I mean, we used to do a lot of stuff with just cardboard. <laughs> we still do. <laughs> We believe that the work that the AFS Movie Project does is very important. You are able to create a safe place for people to express their creativity. What are some other benefits of the members' experience when being part of the team? Yeah, so as it kind of stands with all programming at AFS, um, it is about friendship. So ultimately, that's what we're going for. Um, if the kids happen to make a movie while they're at Movie Project, that's just a consequence of us bringing them together. Um, so it's never really the ultimate goal. It's a goal, but it's not the goal. The goal is to ensure that our members can kind of have that safe space to get along and, and get to know each other and become friends. And a lot of our members then go and make movies without us outside of AFS, um, which, you know, I've always said it that, that AFS is, I'm trying to work myself out of a job because I want these kids to, to go and make, uh, or sorry, members to go and make these movies on their own. 
Um, so that's kind of what the goal is, is, is friendship. Um, and the other side of it too is leadership skills. Um, so we, we just developed a, a, a system for movie projects or a rotation system. So, um, at the beginning of the day, you'll be doing like, you know, boom op, you'll be doing all the sound. And then by the end of that afternoon, you're now directing the scene. So it, it like shift, like you get to shift through every single role and opportunity, um, and learn what it means to kind of be a leader in each respect itself until you get up to the point where you're basically in charge of the production. It, it also allows our kiddos to just try out different things, like uh, like figure out uh, like really figure out what Vernice is or what they really enjoy when it comes to making a movie. And I feel like through each of it, trying each like different major job on the set really allows them to find that. Like, sometimes we'll find that uh, somebody isn't really interested in directing, but they love operate, operating the boom or, uh, d- or uh, dealing with the lights or, uh, assist, or assistant directing. It just uh, really, uh, was it, it really gives everybody the chance to try different things. I'm also uh, very much an advocate for uh, working on a film set. Not only uh, uh, was it uh, teaches uh, friendship, but it also uh, helps uh, encourage cooperation and compromise, which is something that... Uh, uh, what is it? I've seen uh, some of our members struggle with, but really uh, figure that out when it comes to like actually working on a on a set uh, and or on a film production together. As film is, at least it should be in a perfect world, a uh, very much a collaborative uh, medium in nature. Christian, you have mentioned that uh, your clients uh, gone on to making their own films, and you made films over the years. Um, do they also do other things too, as well to direct? or make their own movie projects as well, something like that. Yeah, for sure. So uh, like I said before, a lot of our members will go and do these things on their own at home. Um, Many of our kids um, have YouTube channels and and make short films and sketches and stuff on their own, Um, many of which we've probably never seen because they make so many of them now (laughs) that it's hard to keep up. But, uh, yeah, so a lot of them do that sort of stuff. But a number of our uh, other members have – you can never really graduate from Movie Project because we're an all-ages group. Mm-hmm. But uh, many of our members do age out, and when they do age out, they, they tend to – and it's by their own discretion, I should say um, – that they then go and start doing stuff uh, on a larger scale. So we have one member who recently just graduated from the film and video production program um, at SAIT, uh, another one who's up in, in Edmonton uh, doing theater uh, man- uh, management, um, I believe. He even worked as our uh, assistant editor for a little bit. Yep. Um, uh, one of our kids, you know, a huge band, like he's in a band now and they make their own stuff like music videos and everything of that sort. So they they definitely go and do stuff on their own. And I think a huge part of it, I mean, tooting our own horn here, but I think a huge part of it is us kind of kicking them in the butt and letting them have that opportunity to go and do this stuff and, and create and, and, and make. So even, uh, last year, uh, one of our, uh, form, one of our, uh, former members, uh, reached out to us and directly asked to interview us for a uh, project he was doing for Sate and, uh, the video film and video production curriculum he was in. Uh, even, um, I just wrapped up, uh, running, uh, screenwriting and I had a bunch of, uh, a lot of them have, uh, been on movie project before. And one specifically, uh, said that he came there cause he wanted to learn how to write a script so he could just take, so we could take it home and, uh, fill and, uh, make it with his friends. Like, uh, uh, we kind of alluded to the fact that, or said the fact that, uh, we are typically went with that program. We're hoping that, uh, we could take the scripts and, uh, 
you that are written there and use them uh, for a movie project. But if members want to uh, take them and make them of their own accord at home, I am completely and utterly in support of that. Yeah, they're their mm-hmm. scripts. Uh, Liam and Christian, could you tell us where the films and movies that the Amped Movie Project have made and can be found or accessed? For sure. So you can just go to YouTube. Uh, search up AFS Movie Project. That's A-A-F-S Movie Project. Uh, you should be able to find it. The YouTube channel is actually called AFS Movie Project and Educational Development. Um, that's what AMPED stands for, but uh, just searching AFS Movie Project will get you where you need to go. There's quite a lot there. Um, another one I want to shout out as well is ZS Films, which you can find through uh, our YouTube channel as well. ZS Films is done by uh, one of our members, his name is Zane. He has a stop-motion animated series that he makes pretty much entirely by himself with a little bit of help from Liam. Um, that's called Vial of Terror, and Vial of Terror is a, uh, like I said, a stop-motion animated series that's kind of like this big fan film crossover uh, thing. <laughs> pretty much the, pretty much the dream, uh, the dream crossover of any like kind of nerdy or geeky person. You've got Nintendo, you've got Marvel Comics, you've got Star Wars, you've got uh, DC. Yeah, it's pretty wild. But uh, yeah, that's where you can find it just on YouTube is the best place to go. Could you tell us and the listeners how they can join out the movie project and how do they need, do they need a previous experience? So for previous previous experience, none whatsoever. In fact, it's almost better if you don't have any at all because uh, your peers are there to support you and, and kind of guide you through that process. And we do have a lot of uh, regulars that come through the program who are there and more than happy to uh, help other people learn. Uh, but to join AFS itself, uh, it's pretty simple. You just go to our website, so AFSCalgary.com. There's a little button, big button, medium-sized button, up at the top that says Become a Member. You click that, you follow the steps, uh, you pay a $25 fee uh, just to join the website, and then after that you can access the events calendar uh, where you'll be able to register for any and all of our programs. So that includes Movie Project and all the other um, media and arts stuff, but as well as you know community care and all that stuff too. Mm. And if it does happen to say full on it, try to sign up anyway and you could get onto a wait list. Yeah. And, uh, We'll uh, do what we can to ensure that you uh, get onto the program in some capacity. To close out the interview, we would love to hear about your uh, memories and what your favorite films and your favorite experience with the Amped Movie Project. Oh, well, that's a bit of a loaded question here uh, because there have been so many. Um, Honestly, uh, most of my fondest memories come from, uh, uh, was it boot camp? At least the past two because we've had... uh, a number of members who have been uh, regulars and uh, really seeing them come together and do something much, much bigger and really, uh, for lack of a better term, show what they are capable of and give them the chance to uh, work in a more arguably uh, professional, uh, was it setting or with uh, equipment? And I feel like just the fact that they got the chance to really come together and show that they could make something bigger and they could make something with like act with like, proper uh, filmmaking gear and uh, regulations just I said at our, our screening that just how unbelievably proud I was there mm. um or honestly uh if anything it's just the program itself like just how proud of all of our kiddos I consistently am what's your favorite one uh favorite thing we've made yeah Ooh, probably well shark cop forever duh oh, I thought you were um, gonna say cooking in a nutshell no. I was like Liam you can leave <laughs> no. now uh, I, there we have this one sketch that's like 
I find it unbelievably grating because there's a character in it who just drives me bananas. He's a... But that's how you know it's a good sketch is that it, it, it made me feel that way. Um, but uh, for me, uh, same sort of, uh, you know, I got to echo a lot of what Liam is saying. I think it, my, my fondest memories are just a lot like working with the kids and seeing their creativity and, um, you know, taking a lot of those ideas and kind of letting them put them to action and, and, and getting and having them get to see them on screen, especially when we do our screenings. Like those are such a big deal for the kids. They, they really do feel like, um, you know, they're the star of the show because they are, uh, which is always fantastic. And having their reactions in the audience when we do those screenings is just the best because you like they 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 laugh at things that I don't find funny but they find funny and I'm like right on you keep on keep on keeping on but uh like my favorite movie project productions have always been like the bigger ones for sure did we miss anything during this interview that we didn't discuss on that you didn't touch on or want to add I don't think so. Liam and I are blabbermouth, so I feel like we really, we really got everything we needed to out. Um, but no, I, I think just solidifying that that thought that yeah, movie project and AFS itself is really member driven. We try to make sure that all of the things that we do, both within that media and arts umbrella, um, and uh, AFS at, at large, um, is really about the members because that's. I mean, we wouldn't have a program if it wasn't for them. And uh, so we just want to make sure that people out there know that, you know, that, that if you're struggling or you need a safe space to kind of come in and, and learn about yourself and learn about others and also do so in a sort of a creative uh, environment, then maybe Movie Project's the, w- the right way for you. Okay. All right. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for both of you joining us for Accessible Ways show here. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks so much. Thank you. That was awesome. Interviewing Liam and Gerson from Artisan Asperger Friendship Society. We're talking about the movie Perfect Program. Thank you for tuning in as a full airwaves on CJSW 9.9 FM.